0: it's so hugely who i am and i'm learning to embrace that and i and i know i shouldn't settle for less you know why should i why should i have to fit in this box that society tells me not to cry not to feel this way not to do these things You know, I, I am who I am and I'm in all of us, every single person, every single person listening to this podcast, like whoever you are, you're here for a reason. You're here to be uniquely you. If you were supposed to be like the next person, you would be like the next person. And how boring would that be if we were all the same? Hey everyone, I'm Rochelle, your host for this podcast. I am a health coach, photographer, highly sensitive, and it took me almost 33 years to find my purpose and passionate life. I've had some ups and downs for sure, and the biggest lesson I've gotten is just to trust yourself, to slow down and really listen and trust your body, yourself. And so in this podcast, I'll talk about all of my experiences, my journey, all things health and spirituality, and really just share all of that with you, what's worked, what hasn't, but always remember through it, just take what works and leave what doesn't. We are all unique individuals, and not everything is going to work for everybody. Honor and trust yourself. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Friday, everybody. I'm going to try and get through this intro without my children busting in because they are both off um, of school. But um, anyway, this episode is just all about feeling. (laughs) Um, It's just a lot of times things just sometimes things are just really synchronistic. And I had this whole plan about um, I was going to do a parenting episode because that's really kind of what I've been facing this week. But... But feelings are kind of what's been coming up a lot for me um, in a lot of different ways. So I decided to make a podcast about feelings. So that's what this podcast is all about. It's just like feeling into your feelings, allowing yourself to feel how you can feel to heal um, and all that my experiences with it because I didn't allow myself to feel for a long time. Um, And um, other than that, we are officially moving out of Taurus season, which, of course, I love because I'm a Taurus, but Taurus Taurus is really grounding, um, and it's it's a time when we can really develop ideas. Um, Taurus is also really stubborn, um, materialistic, all those things. We're moving into Gemini season, and Gemini is very communicative, curious, inquisitive, creative. It's an air sign, so it's all about stimulating conversations, creativity. It's very airy, um, kind of like... Um, just really flowy. Um, Gemini is very unique. It's very vibrant. It's very unique. It's just a very different type of energy than the Taurus. So you can actually use this time to take all of that grounding, um, creative, building energy that you used in Taurus season and kind of like put it into action when it comes to Gemini and get really curious about it. Um, Form new relationships, collaborate, all that kind of stuff really comes with Gemini. And we have four planets that are in retrograde right now. Um, I know it's Gemini, um, Venus, Pluto, Jupiter, uh, I can't remember, not remember the last one. But Venus is the planet of love. Um, it influences all things loves relationships. <clears throat> and so you might notice a lot of that sort of stuff coming up for you. I've heard a lot on know, social media, just people saying like exes have been reaching out. i um, just kind of stuff like that. So anything having to do with relationships is going to make it really clear um, and all that. So I hope you enjoy the episode. If you feel called to write, review, um, if you want to reach out and have any questions or any topics you want on the podcast, you can email me. The um, email is in the show notes. I so appreciate every single one of you that listens to me. Uh, Thank you so much. And here it is. So today, something that's really been coming up for me a lot this week. Actually, it's comes up for me all the time, but specifically this week, I think I've been thinking about it a lot more And I love how things are so synchronistic sometimes where things will be on your mind and then you get on social media and it just kind of like floods your social media, um, just kind of pops up all over um, in life in general. And um, that's really just feeling. (laughs) And this past week um, in my studies and my courses, in books I'm reading, in social media and everything, it's just really the whole idea of feeling to heal um has really been coming up a lot. and I know I know from my experience that was one of the things that really opened opened me to healing um, because until you can truly really feel what you're going through, um, you can't really process emotions. And a lot of times, specifically when it comes to your health, um if you're not feeling things, they're getting trapped somewhere in your body. So a lot of healing in health in the health aspect is just, um, feeling it, allowing yourself to feel it. And sometimes it's literally just admitting it out loud. Sometimes we have childhood traumas that just get stored away that we, um, you know, I'm reading a book on women's health and women's bodies. And so a lot of, you know, she talks a lot about like PMS and how PMS really for women is there to show us where we need to pay attention to things like how, how bad our PMS is, means that there are certain things that we need to reflect on and see on. And sometimes that comes from childhood. And just sometimes admitting that and getting it out of your body uh, is really sometimes all that you need to heal. Um, sometimes not. Sometimes there needs to be more um, digging and all that in there. But sometimes that's all you need to heal. And so it really, really got me thinking. For me, I know, uh, you know, I talk a lot about human design and I'm going to have another um, episode on here specifically about human design, breaking it down. In a way that's, um, I think I've evolved since the last human design podcast I did. Um, so I think there's definitely more to say, but but regardless, I'm emotionally defined, which in a nutshell just means that my life is basically run off emotions. If you are not emotionally defined, you don't, you will feel intensely when you're around somebody who has a defined emotional center. Um, but... For so long, I tried to lessen my emotions for other people, try to minimize that, try to play small. Like I wasn't feeling as much as I was because I felt like I was wrong and there was a lot of shame around that. But the the truth is my life is just run off emotions. Um, it's just who I am. So so I've learned to observe them rather than let them consume me. But emotions and me are just a package deal. Um, and I don't want... I don't want others to feel like they have to be careful around me because in the big scheme of things, when I look at my life, I think, um, I truly believe I have been through some things that are traumatic. I have been through abuse. I have been through bad relations. I've been through a lot. And at one point I did play the victim a lot. Um, I felt like I was broken and, and in a sense I was, my spirit was broken. My soul was broken, but it just allowed me to heal and grow. And without that, I wouldn't be who I was. Um, and so having gone through all of that, like I've put the pieces back together and I know now I'm stronger for it um, than I ever was. And so I just feel that I, I do. I, I, f- I feel hugely I feel these big emotions all the time, I feel intensely. Um, But like I said, I've, I've come to accept that about me. And I've come to observe them rather than be them. Yes, I cry a lot. (laughs) Um, If you're in my life, I've probably cried over you for one reason or another. Um, Not necessarily because of something you've specifically done against me or anything like that. But just because like, that's my way of processing and releasing my feelings. Because oftentimes, like, I can't necessarily verbalize what I'm feeling in the moment and so tears are just kind of like the way to get it out. I love the connection between the this gets a little bit deeper than just emotions but but you know our bodies are 80 or 90 percent water 80 percent water um, and the moon influences the tide and so it just makes sense that like, why wouldn't the moon's cycles affect all of that? And so because we are, we are so much of water and water is water. If you know, tarot or uh, uh, anything earth side, you know, elements, the elements, water is always this emotional flowy thing. And it's just, I, I, you know. When it comes to all that, I know (laughs) I'm mostly like the water element um, in all that respect because I am like super emotional. So it's like crying, allowing that water to flow out of your body It's just a way to like process all of these emotions and everything. And obviously having like huge emotions caused me to overthink things, but journaling definitely helps me. Um, And then dropping into my body through meditation allows me to kind of take myself out of my mind because our mind is one place we're not supposed to make decisions from. Um, our mind is, is logical, but it, it will always have questions. If you are just, you know, if you're trying to make a decision, your mind will, the questions won't ever stop coming. There's always going to be another reason why you shouldn't do it or why you should do it. And your mind just really plays with you in that sense. And so your mind needs answers and logic and for things to make sense. And your mind needs things to be black and white, black and white, but life isn't black and white. That's just not, that's not the way it works. Life doesn't fit into this perfect little box. It doesn't work that way. So a lot of times when I'm feeling these big emotions, it's really important for me to take myself out of my mind and put myself into my body um, because that's that's really where um, you'll allow yourself to observe your emotions and process your emotions. I've learned to, um, I've come to learn to love. I've come to learn that love itself is all about acceptance acceptance of the other person without trying to change them um allowing them to be who they are and i think that real true lasting love is is a mutual acceptance back and forth and that's something that i always felt in my life that i was always there's always an element of control always trying to change me um uh I just never felt like I could truly be myself and now obviously I see that that wasn't really love that was control. And for me that's like a huge red flag going forward is if somebody if I feel like I can't relax into myself or, or be myself or um you know I think I think a lot of people especially when you have emotions because Our culture is this mindset of like, we have to be happy. Everybody's got to be happy. Nobody can feel the big and the bad and the sad emotions. That's just not allowed. You can't walk around feeling that way. People don't know how to handle that. I used to not know how to handle that for a long time because that's just what was, you know, you weren't allowed to feel those things. And so I think even though people are well-intentioned, people often just want to fix. They want to stop and they want to fix it. But when you do that, it doesn't allow us to be present with our emotions it doesn't allow us to process our emotions it doesn't allow us us to have any sort of self-awareness my daughter is like me she is so hugely emotional she's got big feelings and I even catch myself sometimes being like don't do that or stop crying or you're fine and I always have to pull myself back because I'm like that's not what I would want to hear that doesn't help me what helps me is just to be allowed to feel it and I've felt that I it always comes back to you and that was one of the hardest things for me to learn in this in this whole journey is like all the answers are within me i'm the only one that can control my life i'm only the only one that can stop this or 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 understand you know it's, it, it it's there nobody else is going to validate anything for you you can have somebody tell you all day what to do or how to act or whatever but if that's not who you are or how you feel you're always going to feel this like emptiness and you're never really going to feel full so I always try and like step back when she's feeling like that and just think like, what would I want to hear? Perfect example was tonight. She was so, <laughs> she was really upset with me for something. Um, she had a whole, not a whole piece, but she had like half a piece of cake in front of her. Um, and she went, cro- you know, put her fork over on my dad's plate and took his cake took some bites of his cake so I took bites of her cake and she just totally lost it she just started crying and my dad's like stop crying don't don't act like that and I just kept quiet but I you know she I knew she needed to go through the process of her emotions and also to understand what the whole issue was about and I think a lot of times you just have to do that by processing your emotions and Glennon Doyle was just on the Almost 30 podcast and I listened to that today and of course like her book Untamed which I had um, I've talked about in another episode um, was just such a so moving for me but like she said um, humans love suffering we love to suffer it's and it's a part of life you can't learn and grow without suffering no matter who you are no matter how much you try and protect your child you're always going to be suffering it's just it's it, like I said it's a part of life but we don't have to become suffering we can allow it to, we can experience it and we can learn from it and we have to grow it but we don't have to become it and i think a lot of times in our culture or our, our minds or in the lack of feeling we always we we take on the suffering and this victim mindset because we're not taught how to properly process our emotions how to properly go through those things and so it's really difficult and so as I think as a culture we're just we we have this whole suffering thing and I know I I tend to feel a lot of shame and guilt around things and especially um you know when I was young when I was younger for sure and I've I've learned to observe that and understand what it is now but I do like even still I will feel shame and guilt for quite a bit but I just try and remember you know Freedom is not feeling those things. Freedom is being myself and doing what I want and being who I am and embracing that and knowing that it's okay. Letting go of that guilt and shame and, and fear, fear of judgment, because that's huge. Uh, we're always taught to worry about what the other person's thinking this is competitive mindset like if I'm not doing what so-and-so is doing then I'm doing it wrong and even for me like building a business I look at other people and I think well that's the way I have to do it isn't it and if I'm not doing it that way I'm doing it wrong but that's not the truth at all I can do it I can be myself and build this business and grow and not have to be the next person Um, I think you know nothing is unique in the sense that. You know, everything's kind of been done before, but we can do it in our own way. And I think the only way to really allow things to grow and build is to be true to yourself. Um, And so it's really just letting go of that fear of judgment and just in stepping into yourself because all negative feelings are based out of fear, fear of something. Um, It's how, you know, like how amazing would it be to not live in fear anymore? I know for me, that's like... (laughs) We all strive for that, um, and some of us feel feel it more than others. Some of us don't feel fear as much as others, and, and it all comes down to like our life experiences. But you know, and that's that. That's why I cry. <laughs> you know, I, I cry to feel. I love. I'm intense. I'm deep. I want deep connections. It's, and that's it's so hugely who I am, and I'm learning to embrace that. And I and I know I shouldn't settle for less you know why should I why should I have to fit in this box that society tells me not to cry not to feel this way not to do these things you know I I am who I am and I'm in all of us every single person every single person listening to this podcast like whoever you are you're here for a reason you're here to be uniquely you if you were supposed to be like the next person you would be like the next person and how boring would that be if we were all the same it's just you know Um, Glennon Doyle, she was also talking about her and her wife and how, you know, in relationships, sometimes there are things that people do that trigger us, right? Like she talks about her wife, Abby, who will sit on the couch and relax. And that's just she, you know, who Glennon isn't like that. She's very, you know go 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 and she's working all the time and so when she sees her wife sitting on the couch it kind of like triggers her and she gets upset and she'll start she um she goes I go in the kitchen and I clean I wash dishes at her you know because she's trying to get to her but then she also says you know she thinks about at the end of the day she was attracted to her and they are in this relationship because those are the things that she needs in her life and just the same as her wife needs somebody to kind of like get her off her ass off the couch so they have like that dynamic and it's not understanding like when you're attracted to somebody in that sense you're attracted to things that you need in your life and it's really important not to change the other person or not to try and control the other person just to accept that those are the things that you're seeking and you're craving and vice versa and so just like I said in 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 being individually you and embracing who you are. And for me, that took a long time to really embrace my emotions and just allow it, you know, like, I want all of these things. And why should I not? Why should I settle for anything less than what I want? Um, You know, she talks about Glennon Doyle, again, she was talking about you know, when she gets defensive and she feels like she has to explain herself to people, that's when she knows she's not living true to herself. And that really, really resonated with me because that's something I've really been noticing lately. Um, especially when I get triggered or, um, yeah, when I get triggered, I, 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 I find my mind like trying to make excuses or reasonings or like, well, you know, getting defensive or trying, yeah, trying to make excuses for things. And it's kind of always that sort of like takes me back and helps me look at it objectively or Just kind of have that awareness and let it pass and just be like, this is a trigger. This is something that I need to look at. Why am I feeling like this? I shouldn't, I shouldn't be making excuses for myself because I just, I am who I am and I'm allowed to feel these ways. I'm allowed to be this way. Um, And so I know that I need to check in with my feelings when I feel like that and see what I need. Are my needs being met? what do I need to give myself in that moment to understand why I'm feeling that way and and what that says about me? Because everybody around us is, and this is something I'm trying to understand more logically, which is probably not the right way to go about it as it just went into the whole getting out of your mind and into your body, but everybody around us is a reflection of us. So, but at the same time, most people's reactions and, and all that kind of stuff says more about them than it does about us. So I'm just connecting the dots with these two theories Um, because I truly do believe, you know, like the law of attraction, um, everything is a reflection of us. You know, like my dog is so hyper sometimes. She drives me crazy. She's in my face. And I know that's just this anxious and um it's anxious energy that I do have specifically when I'm like sitting still and stuff like I'll be sitting still trying to concentrate but my mind is somewhere else or my body's getting rest- restless and it's always in those moments that she kind of comes in and she starts bouncing around and jumping all over me or whatever so I understand that you know um those around us it's all a reflection of what's happening inside because if I wasn't bothered by something or if something wasn't going on within me I wouldn't be bothered by it um and so it's just interesting. Like I said, in all of those moments to kind of like ask myself what this says about me. Um, and it can be really hard when you're doing all of the work, (laughs) when you're meditating and doing breath work and journaling and reflecting and, um, you know, and I, sometimes I just have to remind myself to just let go and to just relax and to just let it be. Um, because I think sometimes we get so caught up in doing all of the work and all the healing, and, and I think that consumes us, and we and that busyness becomes a coping mechanism or a coping skill or whatever. And um, we also do we truly need a lot of time of rest as well. And so I, I know coming back to myself will become natural eventually, <laughs> um, you know from from spending so long trying to fit into boxes or molding for other people. Um, It's overwhelming almost to come back to yourself and to allow yourself to feel, it feels foreign, it feels uncomfortable. But I know that I'm getting there more and more every day. I feel it. I know it. I have proof of it. I find myself um, in the middle of triggers. This was huge for me in the past week week or two whenever it has been but usually when I get in a trigger I'm so emotionally overwhelmed I just get defensive and I can't respond and I freeze and there was a specific instant where I got super triggered and I found myself getting defensive and I just stopped in the middle of that and was just like what is this saying about me like why am I feeling this way and i was able to have this awareness over the situation that i've never experienced in my life. and so sometimes it really takes moments like that to understand how much and how far we've come, how much we've changed, how much we're healing and growing and all those things. and sometimes we don't feel it all the time. we just we just don't. <laughs> it just happens like that or you know, you'll go through weeks of just feeling like you're you're not getting anywhere and you're reversing and and it can be really really frustrating frustrating um and this past week I actually wanted to originally talk about parenting in, the, in this specific podcast and I the feelings were just coming up a lot um, I think it was because my son has been out of daycare for the past week and it's been um it's been really frustrating and I've been feeling a lot of things that you're told not to feel as a parent right you're not supposed to get it angry in that way with your kids. You're supposed to, everybody's supposed to be happy. You're supposed to love your kids all the time. And of course I love my kids all the time, but I don't always like them, (laughs) nor I'm sure do they like me all the time. Um, and that's fine. You know, that's just being a human. It's being a mother, especially a single mother. You don't have somebody else to bounce these things off of. You're having to be father and mother and friend and disciplinary and all of these things all at once. And sometimes, a lot of times, like, I'm just tired. I don't want to deal with it. Um, and, you know, they tell you when you leave the hospital with your child, both, you know, I have, I have two kids, so both times that I left the hospital, they always tell you, like, it's okay to let them cry. It's not going to hurt them to cry. And so sometimes I just have to remind myself of that. Even now with their four and ten, I just have to remind myself like it's okay to put them in their room or just to walk outside and let them do their thing and destroy it and scream and cry or whatever they're going to do inside just to get myself like a breath of fresh air so that I can go back in and handle it better. I think as women, we're told to be this certain type of mother and be this certain type of woman and don't do this and don't do that and it can really become exhausting. So with all of that being said... Like if you, I always, I mean, I highly suggest that you journal, um, but just ask yourself, like, are you being true to yourself? Are you being yourself? Are you trying to mold and fit into some, some expectation of you? Are you, um, are you acting according to, a fear of judgment, you know, are you trying to be what somebody else wants you to be? Um, you know, journal on it, meditate, it uh, meditate on it, ask the hard questions, but don't ever stop trying. Don't, don't, don't lose touch with yourself because when you do that, that's really, it's, it's a really bad way to be. It's, a, I don't want to say bad. Um, and that's the other thing, you know, through all this too, like emotions themselves aren't good And they're not, they're not good or they're bad. They just, they are what they are. And I think when you understand that, like, I am not my emotions. Like, I am not, you know, I am feeling sadness or I'm feeling frustration, but I am not those things. It doesn't define me. I'm allowed to feel it in a big way and process it and cry about it and whatever, but it's going to pass. Like, it's always going to pass. So I think that just giving yourself permission to feel those things and have that awareness of those and just know that that doesn't define you. It's not who you are. Um, But like I said in the beginning of this, like emotions, being emotional is a huge part of who I am. And it's just something that um, it's, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, I used to say that and then I stopped saying it for a long time but now I've kind of gotten back to it because it truly is like it is what it is it it isn't good it isn't bad it just is what it is and I think when you can adopt that and accept that and understand that things just become a little bit more clear and you can just kind of be who you are and I think that's the lesson in all of this is just don't worry about being who you are you were put here for a reason Um, you are who you are for a reason and, and you are here to teach a lesson, learn lessons, and teach through your experiences and all that. So that is my 20-some uh, odd minute talk on feeling your feelings. So I hope that you know you all allow yourself to feel what you're feeling and just be okay with it and process it. And um, like I said, if we don't feel what we're feeling, a lot of times those will manifest themselves physically. You know, and I think that's another thing. Anytime I get some sort of pain in my body, I just try and stop. Last night I had a headache behind my eyes. Um, I don't, I'm sure there's some sort of medical term for it, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> but um, and I just really stopped, and I brought all of my awareness to that pain. You know, you put a shape to it. You put, you try, and you ask it what it's trying to tell you. And, and I think uh, when you really listen and, and feel into those things. yourself from feeling. Just be who you are and just be true to yourself. I hope you have a wonderful rest of